Shit, this is like a first try, eh? Yep, and uh, we, have we got the t- name for the whole thing yet? Or Ooh. Working working titles, or we just... Um, literary. It's a... Um, it's a good, it's a good point. I don't need these headphones because they're not working. Um, shit, yeah, do we have a name? Well, we, we had one, but we're not sure. We're... I feel like we should stick with that name. Like you can't really Before claim, I... you can't really claim that name. That's true. And I can't even remember what the other one was. Like it, it was nothing. <laughs> I know what, what they were doing. Yeah. And they, and they spelled it differently. That's true. Anyway, maybe we should leave it a little bit in the middle what we we're going to. Right. Like if it's up to me, we we'll call it before and afters. Right. Because we want to talk about movies we're going to see and the idea is that we're going to talk a little bit about it before we go see it. And then we'll talk about it after we've seen it, um, and then share our our insights, our thoughts, our innermost thoughts. Yeah, 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 Um, yeah. Unfiltered, unfiltered opinions. Unfiltered opinions. Um, So I think, like, my name is Rick, and I'm Rory, and we both work actually in film. Um, so I think we both quite have an opinion about how films should be made. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we have a little bit of an idea how movies are being made and thought it would maybe be fun to kind of try this experiment and see if we had something to add to the whole podcasting world and yeah. And the discussion around films in general, it's just like, it's an interesting take on it. Yeah. To see, like have a look, see before we see it and, uh, after we've seen it and see if our minds have changed at all or if. Our original opinions are just justified. And I think we've had some pretty interesting uh, conversations after we've seen movies. We just recently watched um, The Joker, yeah, which was uh, a personal favorite. I think you enjoyed it. I really it. enjoyed it too. Yeah. And it was, it was good because I felt we went into that without, you know, like yeah. too many preconceived notions. Just, I think we'd seen the trailer, but we hadn't read all the reviews or anything. Well, I hadn't. Yeah. I heard it was good, but I mean, like I haven't really... Um, yeah, I didn't watch any trailers, which I prefer to do, but I think for this format, we should probably just kind of, yeah. you know, get a little bit, you know, like watch trailer, give our first thoughts, go into the movie and then come back if it held up, if we thought it was cool, if we thought it was super shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, so what is going to be the first movie? Well, the first movie we're going to do is Gemini Man, which I actually am quite interested to do this um, in this format because I know a little bit about it just because people I know worked on it and I've heard some things about it, but I haven't seen any trailers or know what it's about or anything like that. So it's kind of an, it's an interesting one to roll into. I wouldn't say a hundred percent blind, but it's, it's pretty blind. Do you know, is there anything you know about the story? I actually know very little. I I only know there's an old like Will Smith and then a CG like euthanized, a younger, (laughs) (laughs) euthanized with CG, but you know, it's a younger version of him done in the CG. Yeah, and it's done at Witter, which is a big deal. Something, sort of something that I guess we can say you have worked at. Yeah, yeah. So we're both in visual effects, um, which uh, obviously makes us a little bit. Uh, I would say I'm. I love all sorts of movies, so I don't think it's going to be mostly about visual effects. I mean, it's, I guess it's a big part of it, and I think this movie particularly Particular. is quite interesting because, um, and that's how it caught my attention was because. Um, uh, yeah, they made a younger version of Will Smith, and so I don't. I know very little about the story as well, um, but I have been told the younger version is done pretty convincingly. 
Uh, that's what I've heard as well. Let's um, see if it holds up. It we've got a pretty, pretty critical. We've got a pretty critical eye. And and for me personally, it was quite interesting because I used to just work on a project that um, we tried something similar. And, and these things are definitely within visual effects, super difficult to kind of do um, because it's just still hasn't really been done, you know, properly like a full human digital character and especially from someone who we know so well like will smith um so yeah i'm, I'm excited i have not seen the trailer i do not, not know anything about the the storyline or whatever yeah same here so i'm actually quite interested to have a go at look at this because like you said it's it's really hard to do and i'm yet to be convinced that it can be done people right. keep saying it's really good so yeah and it's like to be to note like I've, I've seen it all over the internet like they didn't uh make a, a youth like they didn't use his actual face and made it younger they apparently uh used his like it's a full digi double yeah so which which is even more harder because like in some of the marvel movies or other movies they they've de-aged characters and people uh and that's been pretty successful and i think that's why I'm kind of looking forward to the Irishman as well, because I think they've done it quite successfully in that movie. Um, but it's definitely a different technique and a different beast altogether to de-age someone or to completely create a CG character. And that's something that I found out personally working on this project. I can't really say anything about, but like I just know from personal experience that it's super difficult to, to nail that. Uh, and we all seen probably Star Wars and stuff, Princess Leia or General Tarkin. And these are coming from one of the best visual effects studios in the world and they still struggle. Still, yeah, exactly. So, all right. Shall we get into it, shall we? Yeah, shit. Like my, my uh, laptop keeps locking. <laughs> I should probably fix that. Um, so we're just going to play the trailer and then come back and share our thoughts. You ready? Are we going to watch it straight through without anything, or are we going to talk as we watch it? We haven't seen it, so maybe we should just... Let's just, let's just watch it. All right. When I saw him, it was like I was seeing a ghost. Like every trigger I've ever pulled. How'd he start you? Hunting birds, rabbit. I'm guessing 19, 20 years old, the first time he ordered you to shoot a person. 25 years ago, he took my blood. He made you from me. He's been lying to you the whole time. He told you you were an orphan. And of all the people in the world to come after me, why would he send you? I'm the best. You are obviously not the best. You're just trying to rattle me. I'm trying to save you! You made a choice to do this to me. The whole point of this thing was to give you all of Henry's gifts without his pain. I don't want to shoot you! Mind if I shoot you? Henry, has this ever happened to you before? Your own government trying to kill you. Nah, that's new. Everything that we've worked for is at stake. I am just an icon living. He has to die. He's your darkness. You had to walk through this on your own. I love you, Junior. 
the inspiration for all of this. Why not just make a whole army full of them? Why not? You should be flattered. You should be dead. This has to be stopped. Because what if somebody actually knew what we really are? Cool. All right. Dude, honestly, some of these shots look pretty damn good. Yeah, I was going to say that the same thing. Like, I mean, it'll be really good to see this, the whole thing. And maybe they've chosen, like, you know, they were, a lot of those shots were kind of dark. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first it, half but... of the trailer, I was definitely thinking, like, he wasn't saying much. And yeah. I was like, all right, is this going to be a movie where his, you know, past version of himself is just not talking? And that would be a massive difference in the technical difficulty. Like when we were working on my project, like everything looked great until they started talking, until we started to have to animate them. Right. And uh, that was causing serious, serious concerns. And, um, but then there were definitely a few shots in there where he was talking. So that's definitely going to be in the movie. And I'm kind of interested to see that on full, like the full screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited. I think, like, you know, we, we like another early one where they did uh, Fast and the Furious and it was the same thing, like... With Paul... With Paul uh, Walker. Old mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Walker, yeah. Um, and, you know, some of those shots look pretty good too and then some of it, like, it was a pretty early for face replacement digi-doubles and some of the talking stuff didn't look so good. Um, but then, obviously... Planet of the Apes like was one of those movies that looked really good, even though they, they weren't human. Yeah, there was a lot of emotion capture in the face, and it looked pretty good for those the, the last uh, Apes movies. So maybe now they're going pushing that an extra step, changing it to people. And I mean, there were some shots there where you could just see the emotional changes in the face, and it didn't look dead. You know, it didn't. No, there was definitely there were definitely a few because I was always looking for it because I know it's been so hard to do and i'm kind of like almost hoping they'd failed because we struggled with it so much um but i definitely think they've been doing a really really good job there were shots where i was like oh yeah shit like that looks really good yeah and there was there were a few moments where i thought around the lips things look a little bit funny um but uh i think so far i mean these are trailer shots and I guess you're not going to put something in there if it looks really, really shit. Yeah. Although sometimes also not the final image. <laughs> but I think in this particular... Like, you're not going to put, like, like, in a very ugly-looking CG version of Will Smith and everyone's going to be like, I, I don't want to see this movie, right? So... But at the same time, it looked super convincing um, and promising. Um, let's see if it holds up for, like, an hour or two... Like, two hours or 90 minutes or something. Yeah. Um, Story-wise, it looked... Uh, like just to take it another another direction the story looked kind of like a classic sort of story that doesn't seem like it's going to be anything particularly new a bit uh, of a bad boys yeah well, to, like i guess it has will smith in it but like it, it felt it had a little bit of bad it's jerry Bruckheimer, which yeah. i think is connected to bad boys and then will smith and it's an action movie um so what is it about is it like he's in like from what i've vaguely picked up like he's an assassin yeah 
And he comes across his younger version of himself. Yeah, it looks like they've tried to clone him without any of the memories that have turned like made him who he is, right? Like he's a, the sum of all his experiences and they want that killer, but without the the trauma or something. Yeah, without all the trauma and the things that make him who he is now. That's the that's the vibe I get from it. Uh, it's got a pretty good cast though. Yeah. Um, fuck, what's that guy? That's from, from, what is it? Gods of Men? Clive Owen? Yes, yes. Children of Men? Oh, Children of Men. Shit, yeah, yeah. Um, don't see him very often anymore. So no. that, was, that was good to see. Um, I do like Will Smith. Like, he's just got that good vibes thing going. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's done good and bad movies, but I also always kind of feel like he's bringing good vibes to the, to the, um, to the movie. So that, that, that's a plus. Ang Lee bit of a controversy within yeah. the visual effects scene for sure so this is something i heard about this film is that it is shot in 120 frames per second and 4k like he was very adamant that it was going to be that like and apparently there's three cinemas in the world that can even play this movie with those specs was he hoping that like maybe that would bring like like cinemas would do just what james cameron did with avatar that they would you know invest in newer equipment and just uh, yeah, it's that. I don't know. It's Ang Lee, isn't it? So I feel like sometimes some of those things are just to do it for the sake of doing it. When you, when you, well, I mean, like, I'm sure that it tests, right? Like, did you, you worked on The Hobbit or were you around yeah, for The yeah, Hobbit? Yeah. So just did you ever, st- and that was done on 60? Yeah, 48. 48. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, that looked weird yeah. as fuck. So I think if, I don't know what version we're going to be watching of this, like if we're going to be watching the, like if we're watching the one where we're getting the full frame range, I've got a feeling it's going to be the same. Like, I just don't know how it couldn't. Well, I mean, like definitely what's going to be a difference when you film on 120 FPS is that you, you know, frames per second is that you're going to be having sharper frames. Yeah. Which is what it is also, which is what's going to make it very iPhone-y. Yeah. You know, your iPhone is very super high you know fps and therefore you have no motion blur and things just look really staccato from frame to frame right i mean like i don't have to tell you but for whoever is listening and doesn't know that but um so like yeah if it's filmed at 120 fps and they project it back at 24 like most movies and they haven't done some sort of fancy post motion blur thing it's going to be looking pretty weird i'd also be interested to know if it's like if it's you know, truly 120 frames per second. Cause I've just, it thinking, sounds like a shit ton of work as well. It, it sounds for like three cinemas. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of it from the perspective of making this. Like if you were to do the CG at 120 frames per second, no, that's what I'm saying. Like you have the, to render that. Yeah, you have to render. So 24 is normal. So like you have to render like how many times, eight times as much or like five times, five times as much roughly. Yeah, so and then 4K as well, which is already four times. So five times times four is like, you, you know, like 20 times more render capacity and render power that you need to just render pretty complicated stuff. CG faces. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder, like, you know, I was, you know, I was just wondering if maybe they actually rendered 120 frames or there's interpolated frames in there or what's going on. But it's, I mean, I'm interested to see what the final product is. So you were saying. I think that they were filming in 120 frames per second because they needed that extra facial detail for the detail for the for the facial performances and stuff. Or so that's what I heard. Like right. what I, I just talked to some people and they'd watched 
you know, a, an expose on this. I haven't seen right. anything to do with it really, but they were saying something about, you know, the, the extra frames being to capture nuanced uh, detail and facial expressions and muscle, muscle movement and things like that, uh, that they reckon we needed 120 frames for in order to get that. So I mean, I can understand, especially with if they use the mocap kind of facial rigs where they have the little camera on your face and it's like, why not film as many frames as you can? Because you get a lot of that sub frame uh, motion and detail that you probably wouldn't get if you would film 24. But, you know, those are for the facial capture systems and not necessarily for the film camera systems, I guess. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so maybe we're going to, like, we're talking about this and we're going to show up and it's actually not going to be an issue at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, or uh, or we are and it's going to look like we're watching a, a soccer match or a, a footy match. Yeah, interesting. Exciting mm. stuff to see. All right. Um, yeah, anything else? No, I think... No, I think that's a pretty... I mean, that sort of sums it up. I, I feel like I what I'm expecting. If I if I was to summarize what I'm expecting after the trailer and what I've heard and what I've read, which isn't a lot, but is enough for me to think that I'm going to go in and see an average movie with some incredible visual effects. So that's what I'm expecting from this. Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I've heard a lot about this visual effects wise, obviously being in the industry, but um. And otherwise, haven't heard much about this movie at all. I thought it was out already, to be honest. Um, I think story-wise, my expectations are pretty low, just because I haven't heard much of it. Um, from seeing the trailer, I think visual effects looks pretty, pretty promising. Um, it looked like definitely in certain, like in those shots, they were pushing the envelope. So, again, looking forward to see that on the big screen in the best quality. And. Um, in general, I do like Ann Lee's movies. Right. I, see, I, I mean, like, I did like Faith, uh, Life of Pi. Um, can't really remember what he did after that. But um, I did enjoy that one. It's just kind of shit how he treated visual effects people. Yeah. See, and I time. I haven't actually... I'm not that familiar with his work. Like, I know what he's done, but I haven't really... I haven't seen Life of Pi. Uh, right. I haven't... I think the only movie I know of his that, like... And you going into it as his is the Hulk. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that actually wasn't that good. Didn't enjoy that one personally. Okay, so like, f if we had to do out of five stars going in, what do you think it's gonna be? I think, I think I'm gonna give it a three because I just I I think the story is gonna be nothing spectacular and new, and I don't want to push those extra stars into the VFX because I just don't know what to expect with the. 120 frames per yeah, second. I think yeah. it could end up it's a being, hit of a massive miss yeah and I think it could end up having some moments which are really good like technically but not necessarily make the movie a better experience I think that's very well said um, I'd have to go with three stars as well I think it's going to be entertaining as a movie um, highly skeptical about the visual effects um, so yeah all let's, right. uh, let's check it let's hobble over to the to the cinema and then um, we'll come back and let you guys know what we what our thoughts are afterwards three stars before see how many stars after <laughs> how many stars are left eh? <laughs> yeah alright we'll be back in a bit
Something you need to see to believe. Let's bite our way out of this thing. Ang Lee delivers a true breakthrough for action cinema. You have 12 minutes to run. Now you have 11 minutes. Will Smith shines twice. It absolutely must be watched in 3D. Look at us! You're just trying to rattle me. I'm trying to save you! Gemini Man, rated PG-13. Boom, we're back. And we're back. How's, uh, how was it? Oh, man. Where, where to start? Um, yeah. They how, got... how did the stars hold up? Gemini Man, we just went to see it. We came back. Um, we gave it both three stars at the start. Before, yeah, after the trailer. Um, three stars. Is that still the case? Well, you know, I'd say about almost... Like three quarters through the movie, I was willing to like pump it up one, like half a star. Cause I thought the visual effects were like actually really good. Holding up. They were holding up really well. And I was like surprised at how I had to be like, I was, the only reason I would think about him being 3d is because I knew he was right. Like, cause I'd focus on the, I'd be like, oh wait, he's 3d da da da. But the last scene looked <laughs> so bad. And like when he got into the direct light, I was like, oh yeah, it's still got a way to go, this technology. So I'm going to stick with my three stars, I think. Shit. Yeah. Cause... Um, I'll have to say I'm going to go down to two stars. Yeah. Because I felt that visual effects wise, I thought it looked very promising. It looked probably one of the better, like on this kind of scale for a whole movie to work with a digi double. Yeah. Like a copy of a human was really good. Um... It wasn't great. No. I feel like there's still a lot of work to do. Um, and I just thought the story was a bit of a cheap oh, was, version yeah. of Born Identity. And I just couldn't really figure out who this Will Smith character was. Like, supposedly the best guy. And then it's like, how do we know he's the best guy? Like, the best fighter out there, you know? Like, so yeah. I thought that was a bit weird. Um, and yeah... And there's just a few things in the movie that were quite questionable and it's just like in general the, the story didn't grab me i i had to say I, like halfway through that movie i like i just came to the realization i don't like angley as a director i think that was <laughs> i was like watching a couple of those scenes and i was like this is so weird like i've never seen something like this in a film before this must be him as a director to his choice to do this sort of thing and i'm his, not a fan of it his style yeah like like to take a scene for example, the biggest one for me had to be when the dude opened fire with a massive machine gun. Right, right, right. And then like, I mean, that was ridiculous to start with. It, like it was just tearing everything apart, and no yeah. one was getting hit. But more than that, it was like they did this shot in slow motion where they had this like crazy sort of epic music playing, and they were just like crawling towards the camera in slow motion. And I was like, I've never seen a shot like this before, and it's just so weird. Like, why is this in slow motion? It's kind of dumb. Yeah. I've, that shot specifically got me as well. This is later on in the movie, and they're kind of getting caught. And this guy on the on a on a panzered vehicle has this like massive rattling gun, and he just starts firing it. And for a second, it just looks like he's like all over the place. He's like shooting all over like the fucking world. And it's like, dude, who are you? Like, have you never shot a Gatling gun before? <laughs> and then like it looked like. 95 of the bullets in the gun were tracers they were not even actual bullets and that's why you see all the it looks cool like you know you see all those 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 stripes those yeah. long stripes of bullets but 
it's just like those are all tracers those are not real bullets you know what i mean maybe they thought they were still on the practice range <laughs> yeah and uh and that whole fight scene which is questionable right with that with the um, so i guess spoilers <laughs> but obviously we we're going to talk about the movie um but yeah i mean uh the movie is about i guess will smith one of the best special agents out there and he got cloned about 25 years ago and um when whoever the da or something is figuring out that he is retiring and becoming a risk they send his clone after him because the only way to take out the best guy out there is to send his clone who's supposedly uh just like him but younger uh, but, and, but enhanced as well yeah. right like he has less feelings and he's kind of like trained by will smith's old boss and stuff and uh anyway you can see the holes <laughs> the, the, the loopholes starting to pile up here but um yeah so and obviously will smith's clone is a cg double and i mean there's a few things you know i think it looks great i think from the nose up it looks quite good as in like his eyes look good the animation of the eyes look really good right. wow okay some shit died there <laughs> let's not do that again no we before that happened trial and error um i mean i think we're talking about um, the cg from the nose up oh yeah from the nose up and then everything from nose below so as soon as the mouth started moving i feel like all the shots where the mouth is not moving looks decently good yeah and then every time the mouth moves it's just off it's just like it doesn't the muscles in like you know like they always kind of animate the stuff behind and this is the stuff that we were struggling with at the place i'm work was working is a like you know you miss all that subsurface muscle movement the pulling on the ears you know the jaw and it's just i don't know it looks really weird yeah i mean i felt that uh, it was the most successful i've seen to date um, like I could watch the movie and, and, and still enjoy that character, like the visual effects, like the performance of the 3d character for the most part, which I didn't feel like when I saw, for example, uh, star Wars, right. Like those characters, it took like it, out, took it took me straight, straight out and I just couldn't get back in. Yeah. But with this one particularly, I felt like other than the, the final scene sequence where they were in the broad daylight that one there was threw me the same way that the uh, Star Wars ones did, but the other shots in the in the more like dimly lit areas, I could live with it. Like I could, it wasn't killing the story for me. And I think some of the the weirder things that I noticed is that like they they kind of did really really well with the CG version of Will Smith, but then that first fight scene where uh, they both jump on the motorbike, yeah. Um, it's such a hectic scene but at the end there's a fight scene where will smith is on the ground which let's be honest he should have been dead the way yeah, he came off that motorbike right, yeah um but it's just like the 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 way they animated the gemini or the clone um just looked really weird and it's like it happened again at the end of the movie where they were fighting the third clone yeah in the the panzer suit suit or something um, like when he was running around the thing, it's like it had some sort of weird weightlessness of like, yeah, know, it wasn't it grounded like... in reality, that animation. It's just like, come on, you spent so much time on all that other stuff. 
this is where it's gonna fall apart. It kind of went back to that classic, like you know, if you saw a Marvel digi double fight scene, and it's like everything just really like snappy motions. Yeah. Like everything's Too like fast. it's here, and then he's over here, like his arm yeah. over here, and it's like like moving really statically. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was super weird. Um, and then, and then the that specific fight scene at the end where the third clone shows up, like supposedly the best out of the three like trying to be a weapon version of will smith it's like his body armor that he's wearing is like i think the biggest like technology that they have in that movie like cloning is cool yeah but like all those other gemini guys they were like body armored from from top to bottom like heavy mat helmets and shit and all that stuff and they got like every bullet was a straight kill and this guy that had to shoot 25 times and he was still doing fine and um and i was like man they should focus more on giving everyone that body armor instead of you know trying to make super clones or something so yeah. i thought that was like a bit of a a weird imbalance it, it like in fact all the five scenes that, that reminds me they all kind of felt really video gamey yeah. i don't know if it felt like that to you but when that first fight scene where they're in the where he first meets his clone and he doesn't really know they don't know each other but they're having like a one-on-one fight in that courtyard of a of a building yeah yeah where he throws the when he throws, he throws the, the grenade and the yeah, guy yeah. shoots it and then like he jumps off the thing and slides down the tree and stuff and yeah, i was yeah. like is this a cooler duty map like they like the guy runs real fast and then jumps off and does a roll and i was like this looks like when you're playing Call of Duty and some guy will run and jump off the, the building and then like he's shooting on the way down and it's like doing and then like we'll land in a crowd you know like they're just unrealistic yeah game movements and it's the it's and, super and, hectic and cool but but all the will smith movements look fine right so you, you, I was wondering, is this deliberate? Like, are they trying to deliberately, you know, make a difference between the young Will Smith and the old Will Smith and that, like, maybe he wanted it to be slightly unnatural and slightly too advanced for what we think is real. But at the same time, I felt like it took away from, like, like the rest of the story, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you wanted... It was about, like, Will Smith apparently being the, the best... I don't know how that was established in the story. Someone well, just we showed did, up. We did miss the first 10 minutes. Yeah, of yeah. Film. So maybe maybe in the first 10 minutes, like, there was something where it showed how Will Smith was, like, supposedly the best guy. But I felt nowhere in the movie it was really being reinforced. Yeah. That he was the best guy. And it's like, okay, should we just believe everyone? That Like, why is he such a threat? I'm not sure if he's a threat. Yeah. I'm curious. I think, for, for me, I felt like the main, the main overarching story was weak but it wasn't like complete trash like it was it was fine i could have enjoyed the storyline and been like not that engaged in like what it was about if the characters like the visual effects were good if the story was as it was and then the characters were better i think i could have forgiven it but i thought that the character writing was kind of lazy like weak it was weak like i didn't care about like they had they had like chubby Asian guy who's the comic relief. Like that right. was literally all he did. Like he just drop, he'd pop up in a scene, drop some one liners that didn't really fit. And I actually wrote that down. It's like the the the. I made some notes, but like yeah, exactly. Like the the comic relief Asian dude, the Baron. Yeah. It's like he's not he's not even that funny. No. So yeah, I agree. And then Will Smith, questionable. Questionable. His sidekick, questionable. And then yeah, the girl. She was just kind of like. She shows up and suddenly they're like, this is going to be like a kind of love interest thing. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah, at the start, he's like... Like, there's, there's so many classic movies you can take, like, like Romancing the Stone or like, like, 
I don't know, um, the mummy, any of these things where there's like a, a male character, female character from, you know, they're a little bit different, but they've got like some sort of chemistry going on. Right, right, right. And I felt like in this, they were trying to have that as the, those two guys had some sort of little chemistry going on and then they'd have like that, the Asian guy would throw a joke in there to try and make things like awkward between them, but it, it was just awkward all around because I don't know where that chemistry came from. But they met that yeah. night. And then he's just like, do you guys want a double beard? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, no. And then it's like... <laughs> I know. It's like, dude, you put it to the... I know, yeah. And it's just like, there were like a few hints throughout the movie. Like, I felt at the start, there was a moment where he's, he's grilling her. And then it's like, all right, you want to go for a date? And it's like, okay, like, obviously, he's still sussing her out. Yeah. And then, but throughout the movie, there were a bunch of hints where it was about, like, if it was my younger self, you know, I know I would have, you know, you would have like done something to my emotions or something yeah and it's like all right so like we're dropping all these hints about like how you could go for a girl like this you're trying to you keep saving her life like why is she in this movie because like there's no clear reason why she should be it's not like she's an you know an exceptionally good well that's the thing right like you're addition right to the team because they keep saying that she is and i'm like well, what is she doing? right 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 like oh yeah she I just, it's a promise that she'll be really good right yeah yeah and it's like but and i feel like i know i missed a little bit of the movie but i feel like that was how will smith was established as well i was like he's the best agent we've ever seen and it's like but how <laughs> like how am i supposed to believe that you know like what is it and, and exactly the girl same story so i feel like the way you put it, uh, the story's just a bit weak. I think it's it's very weak, yeah. And that's also why, you know, two stars rather than three stars. Like, the visual effects I can respect, and I can see the challenges, and I see that there's um, still a way to go. Um, but the story is just, I, I think, what most people are also reacting to. Like, I've heard that there's, like, definitely a little bit of a backlash. Yeah. People Like, you know, like, the Rotten Tomatoes score is apparently really low. And... That must be story-wise as well, because it does seem like a cheap version of Born Identity. Well, I think that's where you're right as well. It's like, like if you aren't in visual effects or into interested in it, right? Then I reckon there's nothing really for you in this film. Right. It's a lot of empty promises, I think. Yeah. So if you were like, if you were someone who was really interested or had in the in the industry and you wanted to see what is, like arguably the best attempt at like a face placement replacement for a human character right then i would say like yeah go and you go to check it what out what is the it's limit worth, what we can, currently can do yeah it's worth yeah. looking at because it's pretty good yeah but that's all that it's really worth going to see for yeah and unfortunately i still feel it's not quite there like and i think some of it some of the stuff is just really really hard like i've i've again i've, I've spent a lot of time in this stuff and i know how hard it is yeah but some of the stuff is like the facial animation super difficult how are we going to you know grab all that subsurface muscle detail and and stuff like we're struggling with it i understand but other stuff i felt like you know i felt like it, the, his skin was too smooth personally and that must have been a design decision but i was looking at it it's like it's just lacking some sort of sharpness or detail it was yeah like sometimes i felt like they deliberately kept him you know like slightly out of focus and that just it just that threw me off and then there was like a color difference and i mean this is difficult because will smith is directly opposite to him right like he cut from the real guy to yeah. the fake guy and you just like but like was will smith like a different tint when he was younger is that where it came from because he had a slightly different color hue yeah and if that's the case 
maybe you should have cheated at the same color. Yeah, definitely, because you like you can't help but draw the parallels between them when you see him right. and then you look over. And I like I was thinking the same thing about the smoothness. And like I was looking and I was trying to think what it was because I, I was thinking, is it because it's like there's like a consistency to the thing and like you know to his skin color and like there's all these other characters have more dirt and sweat on them and right. it sort of picks up different highlights and he yeah. does his has always look kind of a little bit perfect or smooth. Just yeah. like I mean, like I think they're trying to make a difference between old guy skin, young guy skin not as rough or something because it's different difficult because you look if you look at it and you look at it for a long time it's all there you know yeah. like the the, the the pores are there the this, this the little hairs in the skin are there uh, the watery edges on the eye are there um you know and i think some of the really great stuff is like you know the way the skin stretches and the wrinkles on his forehead head like kind of create when he's like frowning and stuff like um I think that's all really good and there's, there's there's that scene where he's crying yeah and it's like the water on this on the skin the, the texture all looked really really good and so i think so they nailed that but then it must have been a stylistic decision to kind of keep his skin less detailed and i know that sometimes you know too much like there's a thing there's such a thing as too much detail where you where it's too sharp and it's yeah. like all right now we've got too much detail it doesn't look right and we had we struggled with that as well we were balancing it like do we need to render this in 4k do we render it for for like up like render a big scale it down so yeah. that we have more detail to kind of maintain and and, and it, yeah it's it's hard to really but I, I feel like things like a skin color and certain softness i don't know i think that that would have been easier to fix May, yeah maybe I, yeah i definitely feel like that like it was there and, it, and it, when you're doing those direct comparisons it was like yeah. more obvious but there was also some shots where where it was just his face and i and it was kind of in a still and i'd look at it and i'd be like thinking to myself heck it really does look real when i stop telling myself it's cg yeah and especially shots where not not a lot of animation is happening it's just a lot of resting face i think you know we can definitely do that these days yeah and this this movie shows that as well but that brings me to the question i was sitting there in the cinema and it's like okay you guys took a big risk you know doing this movie with a cg double of a character who's also in the film like it's not like we're doing princess leia 40 years ago and she's dead now yeah not like we both have her in the movie and it made me think, it's like, all right, I'm sure you guys did tests before you started this movie, but if I was Will Smith, why would I take this massive risk? Like, you know, for him, there's so much on the line. Like, this is, you know, he's a, a product, you know? Like, can we, like, if it's never been done before, I would be like, you know what? Let someone else give this a try. Like, because I don't want to burn my hands in, on this. I, yeah, I, get, I just feel like, like Will Smith, every movie he makes is always a big blockbuster. But I think his track record over like the last, or well, probably, ten years, or you could almost say, has just not been great. Like, what well, I can't, if you wouldn't ask me the last four movies or five movies he's done, and the last one that was actually good, like I think if I was oh, to, yeah, have a look that up because yeah. I feel like the last movie I remember watching and enjoying him in was probably, um, I Am Legend. Really? Yeah, and I guess maybe that's another thing that made me think because. Uh, while I was asking that question is because he did I Am Legend and there are some really good CG in there uh, and CG characters and almost CG humans, I guess. Um, maybe that was his reasoning where it's like, oh, I Am Legend looked really, really good. Like, I'm sure 10 years later we can do 
even I, better. Yeah, well, I remember that, you know, you do you remember ever seeing an interview with him when he talks about his first getting into movies and how he was like blockbuster sci-fi with lots of CG that that's the future? Like, it's right. why he took Independence Day right. and Men in Black. And he, he was really a forerunner for these, like, science fiction, like, visual effects blockbusters. And they worked out really well for him then at the time. He Some was, like, of them, the, right? I mean, well, I guess, like, yeah. Well, his early his early stuff was all sort of successful. Like, you watch everything. When Will Smith was going to be in it, you'd watch it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, except for Shark Tale. <laughs> what are you talking about? Shark Tale is, like, epitome of... of animation. <laughs> But uh, I think it all started. I don't know when it, when it stopped, like went downhill. But like iRobot was another futuristic great one, like I Am Legend, and then it just sort of started peeling off. Like you know, he had that one with where he was in, in it with his son Jaden Smith, and it was I can't remember what it was called, but it was. Oh yeah, yeah, like uh, the M Night Shyamalan movie. One where they can't they can't talk or they can't be right. have fear or something, or the monsters can sense it, and it was just garbage and. Yeah, so because he went from this, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air straight into Independence Day. That was his first movie. Yeah. That's crazy, because to me, like, Independence Day doesn't feel, like, that long ago. <laughs> like, that, that, is, that, that is like, oh, no, no, he did Bad Boys before that. While he was doing the Fresh Prince. But, like, I mean, Bad Boys was obviously classic. Independence Day, Man in Black. That, that was all his first bunch of really big movies, I guess, uh... Bad Boys wasn't that much visual effects, but like Men in Black and yeah. And obviously he did Wild Wild West. I think that was kind of like the moment where he was like, it, you know, like yeah, big visual effects stuff is like, is the future. And then he kind of fucked it up with that particular movie. Um, but recently, let's, let's go through it because he's done some really good stuff as well, but he's done recently Aladdin. Oh, like Suicide Squad. Bright. Bright. Yeah, that's the Netflix one. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Suicide, Suicide Squad. Which is unfortunate because, you know, he was actually reasonable in that movie. It was just a really bad movie. Um, Focus, I enjoyed it. It was a bit of an empty action movie, I guess. Uh, and then, yeah, Hancock. Yeah. Seven Pounds. Really loved him. Seven Pounds, I'm Legend. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, he did some more serious stuff. And to be honest, I like his serious stuff. I do too. Um, it was when he did that, that comeback stuff that was, you know, I like Seven Pounds. I like Pursuit of Happiness too. Yeah. It was, Hancock was pretty gut, like was pretty meh. Meh, yeah. But it was kind of like one of the first, I feel anyway, that was kind of like the first superhero movies that didn't take it all that seriously. You know what I mean? Right. Like, well, it wasn't, I mean, it started out like a superhero movie and then it just went out the rails. Like it turned right. into aliens and angels and oh, all sorts of rubbish. Well, I, I completely blocked that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure why he took this movie, to be honest. What is his... I yeah. think it was probably, I mean, like on paper to a guy like that probably looks pretty good. Like Ang Lee is, you know, winning all these awards for stuff he does. Like, I think he, you know, he was kind of applauded for like the visual effects jump they did in the first Hulk like people were like, this is really right. I mean, the whole right? that at that point at that looked point. As, as good as it ever. You yeah, know, and then now like, you look at it, doesn't really hold up. But and then Life of Pi, the same thing. You know, people were like, look at this, like CG yeah. Tiger, like the whole. You know, there's nothing that's not CG except the boat. <laughs> and I did, like actually, I did like Life of Pi. I thought it was, I mean, it, it's obviously based on a book, and it's a good book, and it's a good story, and uh, it made for a good movie. I actually haven't but, seen it, so yeah. I can't. I can't comment. Yeah, fair, on that. fair. But I, I, you know, like so, I give him that. But then the whole not massive fan. This movie, sorry, Ang Lee, but not massive fan either. I think it's pretty lazy in the storytelling. 
and yeah i actually would expect more from him to be honest like this guy knows how to i feel like he knows how to tell a story you know i that always surprises me when directors go kind of backwards sometimes i mean everyone has hits and misses but and uh and like i probably couldn't do it any better but like it's just weird how you go from like still telling good stories and at least doing a movie where you show that you know it and then you go back and it's just kind of average yeah i feel like they probably were putting all their focus on the visual aspect of this like i mean i think you know also we watched it in the just standard definition standard cinema and they had the three you know they had the 3d 120 frame per second version i don't know like i don't know if i necessarily want to see this movie in 3d no like I, I mean, I, I'd be interested worse. to see what it would look like. I don't think it would make it look better, but obviously that's what they were making it with that in mind. Yeah. So to come back to that, the 120 frames that you pointed out, uh, didn't notice it at all. Like, not not sure what the technology behind it was and how it exactly was used. Like, yeah. Well, uh, we don't really know, but like, I felt when I was look, looking at looking at it, it looked like a like a normal movie, basically. Right, but then I think that was the same with you know the Hobbit movies. If you watch them in twenty four frames per second, they look like they're in twenty four right. frames per second. But the forty eight one looked weird. But don't you think that the difference between, you know, now we're getting a little bit technical. But if you go from twenty four frames to forty eight frames, so like half the amount of shutter, which means half the amount of motion blur, like cutting out every second frame, uh, means that you basically have the half the amount of motion blur. So, I mean, it's not not a you know it's not great but at least you still have some motion blur but if you go from 24 frames to 120 frames yeah you know five times as much now your shutter speed is one fifth now your motion blur is one fifth if not less of that that's not a lot of motion blur that's pretty sharp yeah that's true but again like maybe they did some interpolation or motion blurring or combining frames or something blending flame frames together when they did the 24 frames version yeah um what else i did write some stuff down because this is kind of the first time we're doing it and i didn't really didn't really want to f- because normally we just talk straight after the movie right yeah we're just like oh shit this is really fucked up but that was really cool and now we just had to kind of sit on it for 20 minutes and not forget anything um yeah i think the the other thing is that like i've, I've written it down here like uh the cg character of will smith just looked like he was perpetually concerned. He had this one emotion. It was just almost always like, oh. Yeah. It's like always like, so that was weird. I don't know what what happened there. I also noticed when I saw Clive Owen, like he looked really old. <laughs> I hadn't seen him for a while. Yeah, he looked yeah. old. And, it, and when that happens, it always makes me feel old. Like it happened to like... Uh, what's the guy from uh, Castaway? Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah. right. All yeah. of a sudden, he started looking really old, and I'm like, no. No, don't get old. Don't get old. That means, that means you can't do action movies anymore. Or well, fun movies. Now you just become people's dad. Yeah. And it also makes, yeah, you're right, it makes me feel old when I see that, because I'm like, ah, they were like, when I was watching these movies, they were young. Now they're old. Like what Forrest Gump. For like, Tom Hanks looked like looks like us, yeah. right? And now he looks like my grandpa. I was thinking... Not really. My grandpa looks different. <laughs> I, I had, like, the same thing with, like, music. Like, I'd see an artist, and then I'd, I saw them recently, and they're like, what the heck? Who is this person? Like, when I was a teenager, they was... They you mean, like, like, someone you knew? No, you like, like, you know, no, no, music. Like, like you know, oh, you see a music yeah, yeah. video when you were young, yeah. and like, I used to love this band, and then you just stop listening to them because you grew up, and then you right. look, you see them again now, and you're like, 
wow, this guy was like a, you know, punk rock, like, you know, back in the day when emo was like massive, this guy was like one of those emo kids with the yeah, 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 yeah. You see the now it's like kind of a chubby middle-aged man. And you're like, it's what like the, the dude hell? from Sixth Sense, right? Like, uh, Haley oh, Joel. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he's like cute little kid. Now he's a little bloated, little, little chubby, little lunchbox, <laughs> little, little fatty. No fat shaming, by the way. He's just, he likes, likes a little bit of food. Maybe he has a disease. We don't know. We're not judging, no. but he looks different. He looks, certainly looks different. Um, yeah, so I, I saw that and it's like, wow, he looks old. No. <laughs> um, and he had a shit roll in it. He did. Like I did, but the thing is, I don't know if you felt this way as well, but towards the end, when I saw the last scenes with him in it, it also didn't really look like he cared. Like, he, you know, it didn't really... <laughs> so he just gave up on acting himself. Yeah, well, it felt like he wasn't really putting much into the role. Like he just, he was just, I mean... No, like, but his role was his also role not was... that... No, there was depthful. Like, there was no depth. Hate, yeah. Well, like, you but know, it's not really his fault though. Like, it's not like he he had a lot of ability. Like, I don't know. Like, he, so in in the film, spoilers, obviously, um, he is the dad of the clone. Like, he raised the clone as his own, and he's like, "You're my son." But like, this is the other thing. It's like, all right, you're gonna send the clone after your original. You don't think he's gonna pick up on that? And then he comes back. The clone comes back, and he's saying, "Dad, what the fuck?" And Dad is like, "Oh yeah, well, I think now is the time I should tell you that, like, you know, like you're a clone, but I love you like a son." And it's like, dude, you're sending him to kill his original version. Like, how is he not gonna fucking pick up on that? Yeah. Like, I thought that was such a thin plot. It's also kind of interesting that if they had the weapon version, why didn't they just send that from the start? Yeah, and he didn't have to risk his relationship with his son. <laughs> that was that meant so much to him. And also ended up being the reason it failed. Uh, it's just super cheap. And it, it's, it, it also made me think, it's like, all right, well, shit, we can clone people now. Is this the best that we can do with the cloning? You know, and then at the end of the program, like, obviously these guys, Will Smith wins. And they're like, all right, yeah, we shut down project gemini and like all the clones are gone it's like really like you got all this brutal technology to do this and this is how you're gonna like and now all of a sudden it means nothing to you anymore yeah like and, and is really like is that really the first thing you would do if you could do cloning is that what you would do you turn them into weapons or would you like like an i what is it in the island turn them into organs harvesting harvester organs for like their rich body doubles um I don't know. Is that, is that really what we're doing? We're clone, I don't know what I would do with, with the, you know, if, if someone said like, Hey, for a hundred thousand dollars, you can create a clone of yourself. I probably wouldn't do it. But even if I would, but what would I do with it? Yeah. And also the other thing was like, all right, we're going to clone Will Smith because he's supposedly the best fighter ever. It's a little bit like how they clone Boba Fett. Right. Or Jungle Fett. What is it? Boba Fett. Jungle. Jungle Fett. Yeah. Because he's a really good bounty hunter and they want his skills and his... But I still feel that like, okay, you can clone a person, but it doesn't mean that he becomes, you know, you know, the best fighter ever. Like he still, he still needs to be, you know, like it's not a given that he yeah. just becomes a really good fighter. Like you have to train him like that. Like, you know, like I think it's just way more complicated and let's just clone him and then raise him like a... Like that's a fighter. The, that's just the idea, like right? if they talked about taking him and cloning him as he was making like an exact version of him like in something like the prestige where like your clone is just instant a d instant duplicate of you with all your memories up until right. that point it makes more sense but when they're just making a dna copy it's just like i'm sure surely like there you you can just manufacture dna to be like the best of everything like what's that movie with jude law where they they, they 
they have a, uh, I can't remember what the name of the movie is, but they have this thing where they can, like, alter, spot, alter DNA and, like, spot, like, DNA defects and, like, remove them. Well, that's kind of what they did with the third clone, right? Like, they said, like, we totally optimized this yeah. one. And, I mean, like, and we, we joke about it, but it's, like, it, it, that, like, DNA editing is the future, right? Like, yeah. we have, we both have a mutual friend that is going through the process where they're looking into his DNA to see if they can fix his uh, autoimmune disease or something like that. And, um, but I mean, in the future, like we're going to have designer babies. Yeah. Like we were able to look at your gene, like your DNA string or whatever the DNA string of the baby is and alter it in some magical way. And they can see that like normally on his 40th, he would get cancer and they just erase that string. It's crazy. Yeah. And you know, like I can see that they would do something like that. Like he's a healthier, maybe stronger version of Will Smith, but like stuff that is thought in the brain. Like if you grow him from a baby up, like stuff that you need to, you know, being strong is maybe one thing or genetically, you know, having the ability to be strong quickly is one thing, but to be, you know, the, the best fighter or the making the most, the best decisions in critical moments, like surely you need to teach him that. And you just don't quite know how Will Smith taught himself all that knowledge. Yeah. So like, it's never a given that this guy is going to be the better version of him. And, and surely enough in the first or in the second fight, I'm pretty sure he already is like, I'm a better version of you. And he's like, really don't think so. Right. Yeah, like, he's got you, a gunpoint. Yeah. You just lost this fight because yeah. you didn't outsmart me. And I mean, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Like you've been around the block a bit longer. <laughs> yeah. So that was weird. I thought like, okay. And then the body armor. It's like they should have given Clive Owen's character the body armor as well. Like the last guy had super good body armor. I think that's way more valuable when it comes to warfare. Give everyone a suit like that, no one would have died. Yeah, exactly. And it looked like Ant-Man's suit. <laughs> and yeah. It did. Yeah, it did. And there was, see, there was another shot, which was, which was a thing where I was like, what is this like Ang Lee style? And I'm, if it is, I'm not a fan. was... They, you know, I was saying the slow motion with the shooting and like they're crawling and it's playing this like weird sound and it's like this epic moment, but it, they just look stupid because they're crawling away from the gunfire. Right, right, right. And they had the same thing right at the end where he starts walking out of the fire and he's in right. slow motion. He's getting shot by the shotgun and it, it feels weird because it looks like it looks like it's it it looks and sounds like it's supposed to be epic, but it's not. It's just kind of silly. So I'm just like it just sort of falls flat, and it you it's used a few times throughout the movie instead of just one pivotal yeah. point. It's, yeah. He goes into slow motion like, I feel like maybe three or four times in the film throughout the film. I felt that last fight scene where he is being set on fire, which is what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like I thought it was a weird scene as well, like where he's unloading that shotgun. Like it took me a while to get what kind of gun that even was. And it's like a shotgun with like weirdly yellowish like sparks coming off of him. And it's like, is it a grenade launcher? Is it like, it ended up being a shotgun, but it's like, I couldn't really place it. And it was all just a little bit much. Like he's in the fire. Like he, he's like the shotgun shells don't do him anything. I don't know. Yeah. 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 And it was all visually a little bit over the top as well. Like he was like engulfed in flames and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You make a good point. Yeah. Not quite a fan. Too bad, because we saw Joker last week, and it was so good. It was good. so good. Yeah. All right. Well, should we end it on that note? On that note, yeah, we should, I think. And it also, I think, it, like, I'm looking forward to doing some of these other movies coming up, like The Irishman. and yeah, uh, the better ones. Like, and, well, I, we, the ones that we have higher hopes of, anyway. Higher hopes of, and yeah. the, 
Jojo Rabbit. And also, I'm a bigger fan of starting to do these other ones because I, like, you know, I feel like we can talk about the movie more. Like, there wasn't really much movie to talk right. about here, so we focused a lot today on the CG. CG, is... yeah, yeah. So, like, that's hopefully not really what we're... Uh, what we're always going to do. Um, yeah. I mean, although we're visual effects guys, like that's what we do for, for a living. Like, yeah, I agree. Like with the Joker, I think we had some really cool conversations about the story and the way things are done. And we, we looked at some really cool making off stuff and yeah, I'd much rather get more in depth on that kind of stuff. Storytelling, visual storytelling, um, acting performances, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but I thought this is a really good, you know, little tester. Like, I'm not sure if this is going to be released or if it's all going to work out. But I think I'm just keen to do this more often and see uh, if we can find a groove. And uh, if, if yeah, if we can kind of like, you know, perfect this into like a little cool little thing. And if we release this and people do hear this or watch it, whatever, like any ideas, I guess, welcome. Stuff that we should pay attention to or uh, things that you would really love us to talk about about when it comes to a movie like why you know pay more attention to certain aspects let us know um and i think on that note we'll catch you next time that's a wrap peace <laughs>